0: Hey, what is up everybody? This is Hunter Williams with episode 28 of the Weapons of High Performance podcast. And today what I'm going to be talking about is the importance of having a spiritual practice. The importance of having a spiritual practice. And that sounds like it's opening up in a whole new can of worms. So before I even start to explain anything with that. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on the video below and sign up for my email newsletter if you would like updates and would like to be eligible for a $100 Amazon gift card every Friday. I'm going to say that before every podcast ever, so don't forget. But anyway, before I start talking your ear off, just want to say thank you and my sincerest gratitude for tuning into this. If you're listening to this anywhere in the world at any point in time, in the past, in the present, in the future, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, let's jump on into it. So, what is a spiritual practice? What is spiritual discipline? What does that even mean, and why should you have one? So, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I really think and there's probably been a point in my life where I wasn't as engaged with this side of myself, but I really think that every human has a spiritual side to them. It's built into our DNA, into the biochemical reactions that we have as human beings. Just like there's a mental side, just like there's an emotional side, just like there's a physical side, just like there's a physiological side, I think there is a spiritual side. that Also, just like with all those other systems, is going to be intertwined with everything. So in terms of, just as if your mental health isn't in check, your physical health is probably not gonna be in check, vice versa, if your physical health isn't in check, your mental health is probably not gonna be in check, I think the same could be said for your spiritual health. And as an overall person that wants to be a higher performer, which is I'm striving to be, and is what you are probably striving to be as you're watching this, it is very important that just like with any of those other areas of your life that you have a practice in place to help you become better that your spiritual side also has a practice in place to help you become better and i don't think that's something that we can escape as as humans I, one thing in regardless if it's in the fitness community the health community business community whatever it is that i think a lot of people will take for granted and not talk about is this idea that we do have a spiritual side so someone can be optimizing themselves to the nth degree in every shape or form but they'll negate this aspect and then there's always going to be this missing piece there and that's something that i coming up and was brought up into my life that i was told that we have and went to a christian church and everything and then When you go away from that, you start to realize that there is still that piece there. So you can have everything else in check, but there's still always going to be that piece of you as a human being that you need to be in touch with. So I think it's very important to, one, just realize that in general about us as humans is that we do have a spiritual component. And the way I like to think of it is a system. So we have all these different things that are tying into our system. So we have our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health, everything. And spirituality is a part of that. So just as like a lot on this podcast, I talk about ways that you can optimize your physical health, ways and supplements that you can optimize your mental health, ways and supplements that you can optimize your emotional health, your relationship health, everything like that. It's important that you do the same with your spiritual health. And I think more so than maybe some of the others, maybe not, but more so that the spirituality is going to be something that is going to be much more introspective and much more, it's going to be up to you. So while spirituality can be something that is a spiritual practice, could be something that is engaging with other people. And obviously that's very, very important for your life. I think in terms of practice, this is going to be something that is going to be more on the spectrum of introspection, about that a spectrum of introspection. And on the spectrum of introspection versus I guess the opposite of that would be extrospection, in terms of just talking to people, spirituality is gonna be much more something that is inward looking, that you're going to have to find what works for you, find what is the best practice for you and kind of feel out what is the best thing. And I'm not here today talking to you to talk about any certain religion or anything like that if you know me or have listened to me at all you probably know the last thing that i would want to do to anybody is impose on them what they should do or impose a will upon them to which that to that which they would not impose on themselves all i am here to do is to educate and inform and when i talk about spirituality i think a lot of people automatically associate with that religion and then Even beyond that, I think when people hear spirituality, they automatically think, oh, you're one of those people. You're just woo and everything and uh, new agey, stuff like that. And I think that can be as much a religion as any Abrahamic religion or historic religion, anything like that. So what I want to talk about is more the spiritual practice. So what are things that you actually do to engage with your spirituality? And these are more probably going to be even separate from religion. It's more trying to get in touch with your higher self. So that would probably be more of an appropriate thing. Is I think a lot of people, if you can disassociate spirituality with religion, think of spirituality as more in touch with your higher self, which religions, in effect, will try to help do. But it's something that you want to make sure that you're focusing on as a person to get in touch with, kind of the person you knew that was always there. If that makes sense, from the time you were a little kid up until when you grew up until now. I'm just getting better in touch with the person you knew that was always there so what does spiritual discipline look like well i think and this is from my research and everything one you have to be conscious of your own thoughts and processes so i've read two books actually by a guy named david hawkins one's called letting go and the other one is called um Power versus force. So letting go and power versus force. And the whole premise of these is that in order to transcend your ego and to reach your higher self, you want to raise your consciousness level. You want to raise your consciousness level to one where you're in the, a lot of people are around desperation, fear, anxiety, frustration into love, which is service to others. So you wanna transition across that spectrum in your life. And hopefully in your life you make the gains from being selfish, self-centered, and egotistical to ultimately caring about others as much as possible. And one thing that I took away from this is, no one person, no one thing, no one whatever, can make you do this, this has to be something that is done on your own accord. So it has to be something that you look into yourself and say, I need to change this now. And there's a really interesting analogy in that book that he talked about, which was the, the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. And what's really cool about AA, I've never been to a meeting myself or anything. Uh, I, I hate alcohol, to be honest. But um, anyway, uh, the founder of AA went on this journey and he had talked to numerous doctors and everything across the country and then realized that the missing piece of his battle with sobriety and then ultimately helping people with their journey to sobriety is the spirituality aspect. And what was crazy about that is it wasn't anything that anybody could have been forced into. So it wasn't like a religion where they... And I mean, it could have been religion for some people, but there wasn't one definitive religion that said, okay, this is the way and then you're going to be cured of your alcoholism from here out. It was the process of someone being able to step outside of themselves and become the third party observer of their own life and then realizing what they were doing to themselves and then understanding the higher self wouldn't want you to harm yourself in that manner and then using that to propel forward and becoming secure in your inner self to make the right decisions that you know are the best for you. So I think the first key, if you look at spiritual practices, is becoming aware. So becoming aware that you are not your body, that you have a body. So I'll say that again. Be aware that you have a body, but you you are not just your body. So yes, you inhabit a body, and I know that sounds a little... Metaphysical new agey, but think about that. Your consciousness is not necessarily your body. Your consciousness is in your body, but it is not the body. And once you can realize that, that allows a whole new framework to open up where you start to understand spirituality in terms of getting in touch with the higher self. And there's actually very tactical ways that you can implement this. So for me, one thing that I've read in a bunch of books and everything. And I was like, okay, i got to start doing this because it keeps coming up into my life. So whatever is out there in the ether, every book that I was reading and everything, kept telling me I had to do this, and it's actually journaling. So what I do in the mornings is the first thing I get up and I journal. And what is neat about this is it actually, whatever it is, the process of having to take ideas that are in your head and put them down on paper, whether it's typing or whatever it is, the process of actually doing that forces you to become that third party observer to your own thoughts. So you are forced when you do that, and whether you hate writing, if it scares you, or you love writing, I kind of enjoy it, but it doesn't have to be something that you love to do. The very process of doing that and taking those ideas into your, that are in your head and putting it out on paper is helping you and developing you to have these pathways in your brain that allow you to see yourself as a third-party observer. And what does that do? Well, it helps you get closer to that higher self because you start to understand that your ideas are not necessarily you, but they're something that you can control and that you can package up and put into the real world. Even if it's just as simple As putting it down on the paper the act of doing that gets you closer and in touch with your higher self so that's one thing that I think is huge being able to journal and if you just did that before you look at your phone in the morning before you do anything else and inundate yourself with the stresses of the day just take time to sit down and journal out your thoughts even if it's just five minutes ten minutes even if it's just a hundred words doing that in my opinion Sounds crazy, but has put me more in touch and become almost to the point of a spiritual practice where I've been doing that. So again, one of those things, it sounds kind of crazy, but I would advise you just try it, see how you feel, and uh, go from there. Another thing that I think is important is the idea of meditation. And that is a whole new can of worms word that you could get into and everything. But I think it's very important. And there's thousands of flavors of meditation. I think one of the most important things is that you find what, to me, meditation means finding something for you that allows you to feel most like yourself. And for me, meditation is not going to be out on a ledge somewhere on the top of a mountain for 24 hours a day, just sitting there contemplating the meaning of life. That would be, although that would be a cool experience, and I would like to try that maybe sometime. But I think meditation is, again, the ability, just as with journaling, you're taking your ideas and you're putting them, you're taking out time to put ideas onto paper. Meditation is going to be be doing the same thing with your thoughts. So just allowing your thoughts to come through and run through your body and then recognizing those thoughts and understanding How they're impacting the rest of your life. So how your thoughts are impacting your emotions, your physical health, your mental health, all of those things. So being able to slow down and process your thoughts and just be still, not to be worried about things that are outside of your control, but just to be still there at that moment. And what I've noticed, and I mean, my meditation, I would say, is more visualization. So I really try to sit down and all the goals that I have for my life, really try to play those out in real time. So almost experience the goal of whatever I'm doing in real time while I'm doing that. So I'm not necessarily just sitting there thinking about a blank black screen and nothing going on. I'm actually thinking about what I want to achieve in my life. What are the, who are the people that I want to help? What do I want to do with my life and what I want to accomplish? And I do that. And by doing that and focusing on that, I am able to block out all the other distractions, all the other things that may be going on in my life or maybe coming up that, are going on around me, I'm able to block out because I'm focused on that. So, two things right there: one, journaling, also two, meditation slash visualization, and really too. I think a lot of people get intimidated by that. They're like, "Oh, if you could just be," it's more of being alone. So, it's more of just being alone with your own thoughts not being around your phone, not being around other people. So really more, I would say not even meditation, just be alone for 20 minutes and you can walk while you're doing that. You can just be alone, but be alone without data from any other source or anybody else, but just do that. So I think those are the two big components for me is journaling and then meditation, visualization, really just introspection, introspection and solitude. I would probably say so if you could do those things to me that's a spiritual practice right there and it just it's going inside your own head and trying to break things down on a little bit of higher level than you may do with your job or you may do with relationships where you're kind of just in this whirlwind of going day to day and it seems like it's always going on top of each other Um, but for me I think that's one of the most important things you can do and for some people it could be reading the Bible it could be doing whatever you do to connect with that but you have to do it and you have to i think one of the most important parts of this is you have to do it consistently every day it has to be a practice that you're doing over and over and over again so it can't be something that you do once then you do it six days later then you do it 10 days later and it's like oh yeah i kind of do that from time to time it has to be a practice that you do every day and what you'll start to notice is as you do it every single day it'll start to compound on itself and so you'll get better at whatever you're doing so you get better at your journaling you get better at your visualizing and I think to me, this is my experience, is you get happier because you see progress in those things and then you start to feel more in control of your life. You're more in control of your emotions as well. And I think that's very important and it's going to be one of the first tiers down that you'll notice effects when you do implement more of a spiritual practice is how much more you're in control of your emotions. Uh, But just to break down why this is important for people that want to be high performance, I think... It's someone that if your goal is to be as high performance as possible in whatever field or whatever type of thing you're doing, you you have to be conscious of yourself. And the spiritual practice is going to put you in a position where you understand that way more than other people and are just comfortable with yourself so that you're not... Your, your motives are not driven by all these external factors. They're driven more from internal factors. So it helps you lead from an internal place rather than leading from external places where people have motivations for what they want you to do and what they want for your life. It's more internal. So you get closer in touch with internally what you want and you don't get so caught up in what everybody else has for you or may tell you you need because they want to sell you something. So anyway, that's, that's my opinion. And I think... I mean, obviously, a lot of times by the time I get to this point in the show where I talk about why it's important for high performance, it kind of goes without saying. But if you want to be content, like I think there's a lot of people with a lot of money out there and that was their goal and then they achieve that and then they still feel this void. The only way that you're going to feel that is if you have a spiritual practice and are constantly daily getting in touch with your higher self, whether that's through whatever religion you choose or whatever it is. And um, ultimately, you'll probably realize that the most important thing that you learn from that is that is you can be taken from is service to other people. Uh, But you really have to go inside of yourself and uh, do a practice where you understand that. And ultimately, it's taking care of yourself. So when you're doing that, you're taking care of yourself and allowing yourself to be of service to other people. Whereas if you are not doing that, you're going to Be frustrated and anxious and anxiety-ridden and depressed and whatever, and then you're not going to show up as the best version of yourself to be able to help other people. So anyway, again, I could probably talk about this for a really long time, and I'm sure I'll talk about it more in the future. But just as a reminder for you, if you take anything away from this, just know that you you need a spiritual practice in your life and whatever that looks like, and it doesn't have to be necessarily religiously oriented you need that and you need to make it, again, a practice, something that you're doing every day. So hopefully that was helpful. If you learned anything or have any feedback whatsoever, please let me know. Leave a comment, anything. Reach out to me. Feel free to talk to me. I'd be happy to talk about talk about any of this stuff and how I can improve it or if uh, it helps, doesn't help, whatever. So anyway, thank you again. My sincerest gratitudes if you're listening and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.